Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, the senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. I'm going to get straight into it. It's from a patch of scripture in the book of Matthew. It's Matthew 7, 24 to 27. These are the words of Jesus. And here's what he says. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundations on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Each of us desires to build a life that, that's successful. Now, you can, people will, de- will define success differently, but ultimately what people are talking about is they want to live a life that's flourishing. We want to live a life where we're flourishing, you know, where, where, where our life's blessing us and it's blessing others. You know, we're getting impacted through it. Others are getting impacted through it. We want to build a life, really, that, that, that leaves a legacy, a life that impacts and touches other lives. You know, ultimately, that's within the human heart and the human, human desire. And I want us to think about, hey, if I want to have a flourishing life, then what type of foundation do I need and, and what's the depth of my foundation and what's the quality of my foundation if I really want to flourish and become all that God intends for me to be? You know, if you want to build a shed in your back garden, right, you lay down some slabs. You just go to Bunnings. You don't need to lay a really a foundation. You just flatten the ground out. You lay some slabs. You can put that, you can put that shed on. It's probably going to all be good, right? But if you want to build a house, you've got to put in a bit more effort, right? You've got to go down a few meters now. You know, and then you've got to put some reinforcement in that concrete. Then you've got to kind of lay a reinforced slab on top of the foundation because that's what you need to be able to build a one or two-story house. But if you want to build something impressive, something like amazing, then you really have to dig deeper and you have to build a whole different kind of foundation. And I was looking at some of the tallest buildings in the world and looking at the depth of their foundations. And ultimately, when I researched it, it said this, When you want to build something truly high, you know, something that's really going to be impressive, you've got to keep going until you hit bedrock. Bedrock. How interesting. So what they're talking about is you've got to dig down until you hit something that's really solid, something you can really build your life upon. And how interesting that Jesus says, hey, build your life upon the rock. (laughs) Build your life upon the rock. In There's in... um, Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia, um, I saw these towers called the Petronas Towers. And uh, at one time, they were the highest uh, building in the world. And they are 452 meters high. And in order to build something of that height, this is the depth of the foundations they needed to build, 394 feet or 120 meters So you're talking, they needed to get some serious foundations. They had to go down until they hit bedrock. 
They had to have a deeper foundation. You know, in order to build something like that, you need a foundation that's different than if you're going to build a garden shed. And I want to encourage you. God wants us in 2022 to put our foundations a bit deeper. God wants us in 2022 to believe, hey, I'm believing I'm going to flourish in this year and those around me are going to flourish as I make a decision to build my life upon the teaching of Jesus. And this is what he says, Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is a wise man who built his house upon the rock. He's saying that human flourishing comes from this place of making a decision how I'm going to build my life upon Jesus' teaching and not upon other influence. I'm not going to put my faith and trust in human wisdom, but I put my faith and trust in godly wisdom. That's what he's talking about. And so what foundation are you building on? What foundation are you building on? What is your foundational belief system that you operate under? You know, is it that in the whole of your life, you're looking to apply biblical principles? In your workplace, or in your family, or in, with your friendships, in the fullness of your life, are you looking to draw upon the Word of God? You know, or is that more a thing you think about on Sunday? <laughs> and then maybe you live kind of differently to that in the week. It's easy to do that. It's easy to do that. What, what, what's the foundation you're building upon? And the reality is we're probably all a mixture. When I think about my life, you know, there's no way that every part of my life is built upon the truth of the Word of God. You know, some parts of my life are, and some are built on other kinds of thinking, right? You know, and what kind of thinking is that? Well, what about my childhood? What about my upbringing? My upbringing shaped me in ways that are affecting me right now as an adult, affecting me right now in ways I don't even want them to right? Give you an example of that, right? I keep hearing my dad's voice when I say things to my daughters. And I'm like, what? You know, and I said, I would never say that. I would never do that, right? And then I hear myself, you know, I hear the tone, right? And I hear the voice. I'm like, I cannot believe that I am doing this. Like, I made a decision. I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to be different. And yet I seem to default to my family of origin. There's, there's, there's an influence that comes to me through my family of origin. There's a foundational belief that's been given to me. You know? And the reality is my family handed me some good stuff and they handed me some bad stuff. And your family handed you some good stuff and handed you some bad stuff. And I'm going to hand my kids some good stuff and I'm going to hand my kids some bad stuff. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? Let's be real about this. Because this is what it says in Proverbs 22.6. Train up a child in the way they should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. That means both good and bad, it turns out. That means both good and bad. You know, but it applies the negative and the positive input that we receive. So there's all kinds of things that are influencing us and shaping us. And so in my parenting, I've got to continually think, hey, am I building this thing upon the Word of God? Am I building this really upon what the Bible teaches, you know? Or am I building it upon too much other stuff, you know? And so as I head into 2022, I'm pondering and I'm asking myself the question, hey, what areas of my life is my foundation weak or am I built upon the wrong foundation? You know, what areas do I need to explore? Hey, maybe I, you know, one thing Leah and I are doing right now is we're, we're getting fresh input on our parenting. We're going to seek fresh content. And fresh and more information because we need we need more information. We need to learn more in that area. We want to keep growing in that. We want to do better than we're doing right now, you know. And so, what area in your life is God encouraging you to look at the foundations of in 2022? 
What are your foundational beliefs? You know, I think it's possible to not even think about them. To live a lot of our life, la, 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 you know, where you're not actually thinking about what are, your, what are you operating from? You know, I know for me, for a big part of my life, you know, up until the age of 25, I never really thought about what actually was the belief system that was driving my life. You know, I didn't think about it. You know, I've thought about it since, you know, and with hindsight, you know, my belief system was, a, was, an, was an atheistic belief system. So I, I, I believed that there was no God. I believed that humanism was the answer or was basically all that we had. So man's wisdom and intellect and the solutions that humanity come with are all that we have. And the reality is it led to very great disillusionment in my life because I looked at life and I looked at humanity and I looked at all the problems and the suffering, the issues, and I became depressed by them, you know. And I found myself at the age of 25, you know, hopelessly addicted to drugs. And part of the reason I got to that place was because of the foundational belief system that I had. You know, I had, a, I had a, this belief system that, that was not working for me. It was not working for me. And so I want to encourage you, you can change your belief system. You can change it. You can change it. And I think when we've been in something a long time, it doesn't feel like that. It can feel like this is extremely hard to change. You know what? It is. <laughs> but you can change it. You can keep washing yourself, right, with the Word of God. You can keep going and seeking fresh information and fresh content that can help you and can enrich you. And I want to encourage you too that good science and, and, and good psychology is going to line up with the Word of God. Seriously, if it's true, it's going to, it's going to line up with the Word of God. The more and more I look into that sphere of, 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 of learning, I'm, I'm continually uh, amazed, like, wow, that's what the Bible says. Well, I don't know why I'm amazed, because if it works right, it's probably going to be in line with the Word of God, hey? And I keep looking at it, you know, but bad psychology doesn't line up with the Word of God, but also bad, bad interpretation of the Word of God doesn't line up with good science. Hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So you've got to have good, good application, good, good, good understanding of what the Word is, and you need to get some good content from outside too that's going to line up with that. You know, and so what I'm saying is, all, all that we need to flourish, we're going to look. We need to look broadly to find that. We need to look broadly to find what we need to build down and dig into, and sort out the foundations of our life that we might go deeper in 2022. You know that um, my computer has an operating system, and the thing's updating all the time. Like it updates too much. You know, I go on there. It's like I try to do something, and I think it's not working properly. And then I look down. Oh, says, would you like to restart now and install some updates? You know, I'm like, oh, all right, I'll do it. You know, and I don't know about you, but my computer's got this thing where it stops doing other stuff when it needs to update. You know, it's like it's obsessed about updating. And so, and so, you know, and what it's doing is it's getting new information, right? It's getting new information all the time so it can keep being cutting edge, can keep being effective, can keep being productive, can keep being free of viruses, Right, and our lives are very similar. You've got to keep getting an update, keep going to God, keep getting something new, keep getting something fresh. You can't run, you can't run on a 2021 update. You've got to get a 2022. And you've got to keep on getting a fresh update. And sometimes I find myself running on old updates. You know, I'm, I'm drawing on stuff I, I knew years ago. Hey, but what am I learning now? Hey, what am, how am I changing now? Hey, how am I digging deeper now? What areas of my life? I don't want to get comfortable and be like, hey, well, I've, I'm not a broken down drug addict anymore, so all good. <laughs> like, I want to, no, I want to keep on keeping on with God. I want to keep on growing. This is what Jesus talks about when he talks about, hey, put my word into practice. 
put my word into practice. Interesting that he says that. Interesting. Practice is talking about repetition to improve. Repeating something so that you improve. And Jesus is saying, put my word into practice. So here's what he's not saying. He's not saying, oh, you're supposed to read this and immediately get it and do it and your life's going to be awesome. He's not saying that. What he's saying is, hey, you're going to keep on practicing this. You're going to keep getting another chance to practice this. Hey, you're going to have another go at practicing this. Oh, you've got that bit now. Great. Now there's another bit. And this is an ongoing journey, you know. This process of becoming more like Jesus is a lifetime journey. We're on a lifetime journey of being transformed, hopefully day by day, to be more and more like Jesus. And so I want to encourage you, don't be discouraged if you've tried areas and you haven't got breakthrough. That's because you've got to practice more. You've got to keep practicing to apply the Word of God. This stuff does not come naturally to us. We are, we are actually in a war, right? The flesh, right, it wants one thing and the Spirit wants another, hey? And so we're going to need to keep on practicing, keep on practicing. I love it that God does not put expectations on us that are unachievable or unrealistic. But He says, hey, those that practice my Word. Not, he doesn't say, hey, those that do every single thing that my Word says build their life upon the rock. Uh-uh. It says those who practice my word build their life upon the rock. Don't you just love that? Because here's why none of us could do it otherwise. None of us could do it otherwise. Hey, you know as well, it's, it's never too late to lay a new foundation. Never too late, you know. Um, you know, subsidence is when a structure, a house or a building has insufficient foundations and it begins to lean one way or another. And what happens is you know it's happening because internally you have cracks. Now, don't worry about those tiny little cracks you get in the plaster of your house. That's all right. That's movement that's okay. But I'm talking about when you start to get a crack that's like a you know, couple of centimeters big or three centimeters big, you might need to have a look at that, right? That could be subsidence. And now what happens with subsidence is you can be tempted to just plaster over that crack, <laughs> you know? But the reality is it ain't going to get better. It's just going to keep getting worse. Because once subsidence has started, it continues. You actually have to dig down under the house and you have to, take, you have to replace the foundation or you have to reinforce the foundation or you have to add a new foundation. And so I want to encourage you and I want to encourage myself, hey, let's not paper over the things of our lives that we don't like, but let's make a decision, hey, I'm going to dig down and I'm going to put a new foundation in here. It's never too late to start. You're never too far gone. Changing is never too hard. You know? You know? There's always hope in God. You know, there's always hope in God. And He's absolutely eagerly waiting for you to say, hey, I'm ready now to do business on this. I'm ready now. This is the year. 2022, I'm going to deal with it this year. Hey, you know, and I think you can start like that in January, and by March, it's not being like It's like the gym, packed in January. March, it's dead. You can get all the equipment, no cue, bang, you're on there. You know? It's like, so, but we want to we wanna be in this for the long haul, right? So we need to keep on drawing upon, keep on leaning into, keep on getting fresh revelation from God's Word. We need to keep on continuing to apply that in our lives. It's never too late to start. There's an American woman called Julia Hawkins who took up running at 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's now 105. She's still running. And you know what she loves? Sprinting. Yeah, yeah. And she says the reason she hasn't given up running is because she wants to do 100 meters in a minute. <laughs> it's so funny. You know, like it's 100, you know, some people aren't aware. 100 meters, you want to get about 10 seconds, right, to be like, you know, well, quality. she's trying to do it in a minute, baby. But, but here's the thing. I, I love this, the spirit of that. 
man, started running at 100. You know, I would like to start running at my age. You know, it's like she started running at 100. It's incredible, hey? It's never too late. It's never too late. We, we, just, we, we just live with the mentality that it is. We live with all kinds of things. You know, like, like I, doubt that, I doubt there was many doctors or people saying, yeah, start running. I doubt, I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt there's a lot of people in the old people's home going, yeah, take up running. You know, I, I doubt it, you know. But yeah, she absolutely had the capacity to do that. Absolutely had the ability to do that. And, and now loves it. And she's, she, she's, you know, her mantra now is, you need to get fit. You need to get exercise. You're going to extend your life. I feel so much healthier, you know. <laughs> so it's never too late with Jesus. I don't care if you're 8 or 88, it's never too late. I don't care what your background is, what your problems are, what, what's against you. It's never too big. It's never too late. It's never too hard. You're never too far gone. Come on. It's always possible in Jesus. Huh. And it's progress, not perfection, hey? It's progress, not perfection. Now, when it talks about practice these things, so therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. It speaks to me of progress, not perfection. Progress, not perfection. I'm not trying to be perfect, but I'm trying to be a little bit better than I was last week or last year, you know? Repetition in order to improve. You know, the thing that's about foundations that's interesting is that they're hidden. They're hidden. And you often don't think about them. You know, if you look up to someone or you, or you want to emulate someone, you can find yourself wanting to either dress like them or speak like them or act like them. And I had a bad case of this when I first started preaching. And I, I, I started to sort of mimic preachers that I liked, you know, thinking that somehow the external of them was where the power came from. But it wasn't. It wasn't. The power was in what was hidden. The power was in the foundation. So when you look at a flourishing person, you can think if I look like them or I act like them, I'll flourish. No, no. It's the foundation. It's what's behind. It's the things you don't see. It's the things you don't see that lead a person to flourish in the things of God. You know, it's the things we don't see. We don't see the time they set aside to spend with God. We don't see that. We don't see the things they say yes to that they wanted to say no to. And the things they say no to that they wanted to say yes to. We don't see those things. That, that God obedience that only you in your heart knows about. You know? We don't see the things that they're wrestling internally with in order to be obedient to God. We don't see any of that. We don't see any of that. And so I want to encourage you that what God's interested in is the heart. He's interested in the internal, not the external. The internal is what God's looking at and what pleases Him. And you know, often in your pleasing God internally, no one externally will ever know. They'll never know. But I tell you what, we'll see it in your life. We'll see it in your flourishing. We'll see it in the favor of God that's on your life. We'll see it, but we, you can't connect it easily because it's not, it's not observable unless someone decides to bring the inside out and let you know a little bit. You don't know what's going on on the inside. But all of us are making decisions all the time, all the time. You know, just a real trivial thing was the other day I, I, was, I was at home and I was going to put something on the TV 
And I, I felt God say to me, hey, if you don't, I'll give you something for this message. You know, I was 50-50. <laughs> because here's what my head said. Oh, maybe it isn't God. Maybe you just thought that. Like it literally, it was strong, the voice came like a, it was in, like not, not a whisper, it came, the thought came. Oh, it could be God. And then another thought came just as loud that said, probably not, might not be, you know. And I was, in this instant, I was obedient. Thank God I wouldn't be using the illustration. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I went to the bedroom and I opened up the Bible and God spoke to me, you know, God spoke to me. But how many of those times have I missed? And how many times in other areas of my life where God said, don't do that or do do that and I've just brushed it off or brushed it aside or just not spent the time to ponder the, ponder the, the voice or the thought, not giving it attention. Because the, when God speaks to you, well, for me, it's not usually an audible voice. In fact, I've never heard an audible voice. It's more an impression with internally with inside me. It's more of, of a pull of the soul or... or, or, um, or to do with your integrity or your values is it a choice of values and you start to feel this kind of drawing and pulling to it you know it can be like when you're with someone and you feel God say to him invite them to church invite them to church and you think oh it's not the right time you know <laughs> like you know better than God you know it's like God's like I'm trying to tell you it's the right time you know, you know it's, it's that kind of thing you know we've all done it been obedient we've all not done it and been disobedient and there's all kinds of things like that in our lives, but they're internal. We may never know. You know, it's not the seven secrets to a successful life. It's the success of a secret life. The success of your secret life. I'm interested in your secret life. You know, years ago, I was in a different movement of church in the UK, and um, I was really inspired by and, 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 and in awe of some leaders you know, in, 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 in that movement. And they all, and I observed people, and I saw, man, they've got different preaching styles, and got different gifts, different talents, and you know what I found with all of them? And it's absolutely sincere in their pursuit of God. It's commitment to God, time with God, and integrity, integrity behind the scenes, personal integrity. And so I got a hold of, oh, that's what it's actually about. It's about the personal integrity, it's about the time with God, it's not about all of the other stuff. The reality is you can do a great performance and a great show and nobody can be touched. Ultimately. If people can get excited. Wow, right? But not actually changed. You, we need God to do that. We need God to do that, right? It's got to be more than human effort. It's got to be more than that. But it's an inside job. Foundations are hidden. And just finally, I want to talk about well, let, let, me, let me start it this way. Leah and I viewed a house. When we were looking for a house uh, a while ago when we bought the house we now live in, we viewed a whole bunch of houses. And uh, we had a tight budget, uh, but we wanted to be in a certain suburb. So we were kind of looking for the worst house in the best suburb, right? And so we were kind of, um, you know, we were looking and we looked at all these different houses. And we went to this one house and we're like, man, this looks really good on the outside. Like it looked better than a lot of the other houses that we've been seeing in our price range. And then we went inside, and, and, the, and, the, and the, the agent was really um, passionate about telling us, look, the kitchen's brand new. 
check out the kitchen. The kitchen, he, wanted, he really wanted to draw our attention to the kitchen. And the kitchen was new and it looked lovely. And walked through the house and thought, man, this house is awesome. This house looks kind of too good to be true. We need to put in an offer on this house. And then I went into the garage. And, and as I opened the door to the garage, and I went, and I thought, oh, the garage was full of a boulder. Like, there was a humongous boulder, right? I mean, massive, right? Uh, it took up over half of the garage. They'd built the garage to hide the boulder. You know, it's like, yeah, like you know, you kind of get in there to get some tools, you squeeze past the boulder and take a tool. You'd never get a car in there. You'd be lucky to get a bike in there, push bike, you know? And I was like, wow. And I came out of the garage and I, I said to the agent, I said, hey, there's a boulder in the garage. And he goes to me, yeah, but look at the kitchen. I said, but seriously, like, there's a body. The kitchen's brand new, brand new, just been put in. That's like some of us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's like me, right? It's like, would you look at this, but don't look at that? Would you look at this? Hey, God, look at this, but don't look at that. Hey, everybody, look at this, but don't look at that. But God can be saying, hey, there's a boulder in the garage. And sometimes it's seen by others. Sometimes, sometimes. I've met, I've met people, sweet, beautiful, Christian person. I see, how are you? Great. We're so pleased to be at this church. We love the preaching pastor. It's awesome. I said, oh, fantastic. I said, hey, we'd love you to help. And they're like, their countenance changes. We really need some help in the car park. It would be awesome to have you there. I'm like, oh, boulder in the garage. <laughs> boulder in the garage. <laughs> Come on. We all have boulders in the garage, right? God wants to get them out in 2022. God wants to get the boulder dealt with, worked through, sorted out. It'd be great if the band could come. He wants to get our whole lives to a place where we are re-renovated. The foundation is sorted. We're going forward. And I want to encourage you. I've, I've made light of this. But I, but I want to encourage you, really, if there is something in your life where you know, man, that's the boulder. And there's some people here, the minute I say it, the minute I say it, you know. You, there may be a lot of your life that's good, but there's this, there's this thing. There's this, this imposing boulder. People don't see it because it's in the garage, right? But it's there. You know it. Internally, you know it, man. It, it, it eats away at you. Trust me, I'm with you on this. I'm with you on this. I get it. Get it. Been there several times in my life. Hope not to be there again, right? But I want to encourage you. The way you get free of that, you begin to open the door on it. You begin to let someone know, hey, there's actually a boulder in the garage. You know, someone, someone, someone who is safe, the right person, right? You need to go to them and you need to say, I've got to talk about this. I want to begin to, the first step is just talking about it. Just opening, letting a little bit of light in. Just letting a little crack of light into that garage and saying, hey, and I've got this. You know, and if, when you talk to the right person, here's what they're going to say. I get it. I get it. And when I have the same issue, but I've got other issues. And all have fallen short of the glory of God. No one meets up to his standard. Every, you know, um, every person faces sin and temptation. Every person has struggles that are going on, different to different people, but everyone has them. And they're going to be able to help you take steps to get free. Maybe they're not going to be able to help you, but they're maybe going to put you in the direction of finding help. Sometimes on these things, you've got to go on a journey. 
If there's a boulder, sometimes it's going to take a journey to break that thing. You're going to start chipping at it, then you're going to get the pneumatic drill on it. You know, it's going to, but you're going to take time to break that thing down. But I want to encourage you in 2022, make this the year, make this the time, go speak to someone. Maybe you need to speak to someone before you leave the service. Because you know, if you don't, you won't. You know, I once had a guy grab me, uh, you know, and literally I, I finished preaching, grabbed me. Actually, I might not have even been preaching that day, but he grabbed me. He said, I've got to speak to you. And he went up to my office and he shared something with me. You know, and I'm so glad he did. A lot of shame, man, a whole heap of guilt. Bringing it into the life is going to cause a whole lot of drama in his family and his, his extended family. But he knew I've got to deal with this. It's going to kill me, you know. And together we went on a journey with that. And he got some outside help too. And he went on a journey. He's been completely restored. His family's forgiven him. Everything's got healed. Never would have happened. Never would have happened if he hadn't made the decision to let the light in to start to tell somebody, hey, there's actually a boulder. Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us. And special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus, both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member. And let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.